The world needs leaders right now. Unfortunately, we don't have any. My name is Justin Sinceri. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and your fellow Paul V. Wonder, helping you understand and apply the science of connection to daily life. Welcome to the Polyvagal Podcast. Daily life has gotten pretty chaotic, and the polyvagal theory still has a place. I want to kind of delve into leaders, something that we all, all of us need right now. And no, I don't think we have any. I'll go into it. The world right now, chaos, 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 chaos. The COVID uh, quarantine, I believe, we're emerging from that in most places. Too soon, I don't know, too late, I don't know. But we're emerging out of that. It's forced quarantine. Civil unrest, uh, pretty much everywhere. That's our present moment. Everyone just seems to be angry or in fear. There's a lot, a lot of absolute chaos in the outside world, also in the online world. Desperation, scrambling, there's violent words, there's violent behavior, accusations, I told you so's, blame, guilt, shame, pressure, anger rage, but also love and support, uh, comforting, invitation, holding of each other. But a lot of that defensive state stuff, flight, fight, shutdown, freeze, lots of anger and rage. Justified, but still anger and rage. It's a lot, you know, there's a lot of it. There is dysregulation at all levels, on the individual level, the community level, the municipal level, the national level, and beyond that too. Now, there's also some really wonderful, beautiful things happening. I'm really, really proud of, for the most part, my city of Stockton. There's been some very peaceful protests. I see police officers and protesters shaking hands. There's been some really wonderful stuff happening. We do have our looters as well. But overall, pretty darn proud of my city here. It's pretty neat. But there is a lot of dysregulation at all of these levels. But the dysregulation at these larger levels begin on the individual level first. The larger level of a city or a community doesn't exist without the individual. It's the collection of individuals that create the larger sense of dysregulation, but it begins on the individual level. We got people with flight energy, with nowhere to run to. They can't leave their house, and even if they did, doesn't feel safe. People with fight energy, with no specific target to use the energy on, right? If we can't run away and we can't fight, then we might shut down. So we got people that are living in a very shut down place as well. We also have people who are in this immobilized shut down place, but also really highly charged because they want to run away or they want to fight. And that might turn into rage or panic. So these individual nervous systems that are are in a very dysregulated place, they attempt to connect with each other. And I think, I think it's to find safety. I think our nervous systems always want to find safety or at least relief or protection. But I think these individual nervous systems attempt to connect with each other. But you know, as well as I do, that a dysregulated nervous system doesn't do a very good job at co-regulating another dysregulated nervous system. It doesn't really work out that well. For someone to be able to co-regulate, to offer co-regulation, they have to have access to their safety state. So these dysregulated nervous systems, they collide 
in despair and rage and it builds up in strength. And that just, that's two. But then other dysregulated nervous systems add to the energy and soon it's, it's out of control altogether and there's a mass of sympathetic anger and anxiety, panic and rage. That dysregulated, defensive, sympathetic tornado smashes through anything in its way, right? In the real world or in the online world. It, this mass, this sympathetic tornado consumes others in despair and in rage. We all feel it. We, we, we see it. It's justifiable despair and rage, but still. The rage amplifies the rage. And it's not just one. There are probably numerous tornadoes happening at the same time, amplifying each other. The rage just amplifies. And really, I'm, I'm talking about the more chaotic type of rage, not the supportive type of rage that I see and hear from people in the black community saying that their rage is, is justified, is there for a reason, and it's okay to feel that way. That's a very supportive, nurturing type of rage. I'm talk, that's, not, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that more chaotic rage. This dysregulated, defensive, sympathetic tornado listens to other dysregulated voices within its echo chamber because at this point, it's not listening well to others. So that echo chamber just, again, I think amplifies the dysregulated mass. So some people wait until it passes that are kind of on the outskirts, that are on, not in the mass. Wait until it passes, that we hide in panic, or maybe hide in shutdown. Maybe people try to speak up, or to appease the dysregulated mass. I think we see a lot of that going on. And in all this chaos, we're cries for leadership, or are cries for leadership, or demands for it. Even some uh, very quiet whispers sent through direct message. But our leaders, no matter their position, they also have their own dysregulated nervous systems, or what we're calling our leaders. But we don't have leaders. I think this is a very subtle but very important distinction. We do not have leaders. We have individuals that we admire, that benefit us, and that we then choose to give our attention to. The element of choice is the most important part. Individuals I'll reiterate, individuals that you choose to give your attention to, which means there are others that you choose to not give your attention to. Right now, you might be giving your attention to people based on many things like identity factors, like sexuality, race, gender, religion. You might be giving your attention based on who's currently in favor with your political party. And there's zero judgment on these. This is not right or wrong. It's just how it may be. You may be giving your attention to people based on what your news source says, uh, what your parents say, who's trending on social media. But none of these necessarily has anything to do with admiration or benefit or conscious choice. It's, It's okay to choose to not give your attention to people, even if they align with all of your identity and political check marks. You can choose to not give your attention to people. Even if people within your circle or your echo chamber say that, and we all have echo chambers. I'm not saying that, you know, you do and I don't. We all do. 
So even if others say that you should, you can still choose to not give your attention to people, right? We, can, we all can do that. The people that you choose to give your attention to, they have to earn your admiration. This is, it's again, a subtle distinction, but very important. They have to earn your admiration. If you can choose who you give your attention to based on admiration, that means those people have to earn it. They have to earn your interest. They have to earn your decision to give them more of your time and attention. So look at who you currently give your attention to. What is it you admire about them? It's, it's obviously, it's more than what someone says, right? It's who they are. It's their character. It's their warmth. It's their compassion. It's not just their words, right? It's also what they do. I'm sure you agree. When you look at who you admire and why, I seriously doubt it's just about what they say. So why is this important? Because you are seeking leadership or you might be seeking leadership. And because there are those that are seeking to lead you. In my opinion, they need to come from compassion in their best attempts to help. Compassion is different than just, you know, being smart and having the right answers. Compassion is the ability to access the empathy they have for you, but also to make an attempt to help. Without the attempt to help, it's really just empathy. And empathy comes from being in a safe and social state. It comes from empathy is a tool that we use to get an idea of what someone else might be feeling because we can't feel exactly what someone else feels. So it's just, it's just an indication. But empathy by itself doesn't do a whole lot. Acting on it, that's what I'm calling compassion. So you, you feel a little bit at least of what someone else is feeling and then you do something to attempt to help. And that can look extremely different person to person. A lot of what we see in our leaders does not necessarily come from a place of compassion. And these are leaders that we choose to give our attention to on social media. These are leaders that have some sort of government position. It could be anybody. What they do does not necessarily come from a place of compassion. What we see from our leaders, it might be more reactive to that chaotic, dysregulated mass. Leaders can also be driven by anger. They can be driven by selfishness. Like there's something that they want out of you, like your attention or your money or for you to take some sort of action like supporting a cause or a political party. But there's something else they might want from you. And this is something I've, I've mentioned this a couple times in the podcast. And I think this scares me the most, not just for you, but also for myself. And it's our desperation. Because if we're desperate, they can come to our rescue. They can make us feel like there's a purpose for us. They can tell us what to do. They can get us on our knees begging for direction or for forgiveness or for answers. Desperation. So when you look at who you allow into your life right now as a leader or who you choose to give your attention to, do you feel safety from them or do you feel protected? It's not the same. Safety feels like 
safety, connection. Calm, being in the present moment. Feeling protected means there's danger out there, but I feel protected when I'm with this person or when I listen to this person. So they're not the same thing. If you feel protected by someone, that means when you need it, you're going to go back to them. But if you're with someone who is helping you to feel safe, you're not going to be dependent upon that leader. That leader or that person is a resource for you to do your own self-regulation versus feeling protected. It's not exactly co-regulation. It's not exactly self-regulation. I'm talking in blanket terms here, but hopefully you get the idea. So when you look at who you allow into your life as, as a leader right now, do you feel a connection with them or do you feel the danger has just been kind of lessened? Not the same thing, right? Do you feel respected and challenged or do you feel reassured and soothed? Not the same. Are you met with judgment or with curiosity about you as the unique and incredible individual that you are? Not the same thing, right? Judgment and curiosity, not the same thing. Are you greeted with shame and blame or love and shared responsibility? Not the same thing, obviously. Are you invited to work together or are you told what to do? Not the same thing. Now, I'll recognize you might view me as a leader. I read that in my comments and my DMs. And I 100% invite you to think of me and answer these same questions. If I'm earning your admiration, are you then choosing to give me your attention? And if it's a choice from you, then I've got an outstretched hand for you. We're, we're doing something together. We both have a part. But I absolutely reject the idea that I'm a leader for you. We're in this together. There's no titles here. It's just you and me. I will do what I can, and you do what you can. And in my opinion, that's good enough for today. So I probably just like you, I see a lot of action from leaders from all walks of life. And I don't like all of it. Um, Not all of these leaders, some of them are new, some of them are not, acted in a way that I personally admire. That's just me. And I'm not here, it's not about naming names because it's not about them. It's about who I choose to give my attention to, who I consciously choose to give my attention to. And the same thing applies for you. It's not about them. It's about who you choose to give your attention to. Lots of people right now are competing or vying for your attention. And I guess it kind of always is that way. But right now there's a much stronger political sort of bent to it. So I just, I would really invite you to audit who you choose to give your attention to. Not who leads you. Don't follow. Take in information. Be curious. Ground yourself. Come from love. And really look at who you choose to give your attention to and whether or not they have earned that from you. Here's a recommendation, something that I follow for myself as well. Before you act on what other people are telling you, try to be in your safe and social state as much as possible. If you're not in your state of safety, then your actions may simply be reactions or obedience. Out of fear. 
out of guilt or out of shame to who you call a leader or to the mob or to your own inner turmoil maybe. The wrong person who might call themselves or think of themselves as a leader, they are going to manipulate that reactivity. They're, they're going to use pressure, they use guilt, they'll use shame to get their ends met. It's, they're going to be able to manipulate your own inner t- turmoil. But you know, feel free to reject my thoughts. You are autonomous, you make your own choices, and I completely respect that. You're a full human being. You may not feel that way, but you are. I'm just going to assume you've lived through a lot of shit, probably. You've dealt with and, and or are dealing with a lot of pain. I'm assuming you're human, just like me, just like everybody else. And you may have layers and layers, and maybe some layers that I cannot relate to. You may feel very lost and be desperate for some guidance. But keep in mind that you're still here. You've successfully come out of or are dealing with life's pain and you're still here. You're not just alive, but you're present enough to be listening to this right now. You're here just like me. You take up physical space in the world, just like the next person, including those that call themselves leaders. They're just people taking up space like you and me, but they're louder when they do it. So as you and I share some of the space on earth together, why don't we agree to give ourselves some value? That who we choose to give our attention to is valuable. Simply the action of giving attention is valuable and that we are going to direct that value at those that are earning it. We expect it. We expect them to earn our attention. And we're not going to sell it for less from our leaders or our friends or from within ourselves. We expect to be talked to with dignity, to be given clarity, respect, to come from a place of compassion and safety. And if these leaders are unable to do so, that we will take our value and give it to others that are earning it. So even though I don't want to be a leader for you, I just want to be me and I want you to be you and I don't care what we call ourselves. I do hope that I've earned your attention. I do hope that uh, I continue to do so. But hey, Polyvagal patrons, let me know what you thought about this episode and the members episode in the Patreon comments. And dear listener, if you like this and you're still interested in getting more, you can become a patron too. There is exclusive mini episodes and stuff that I'm recording kind of spontaneously. I want to keep doing more of those. I've done a couple recently. Just stuff that I kind of want to try out. Like recently I did um, just a, I think it was like an eight to 10 minute little, uh, not a rant, but just thought processy out loud. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what to call it, but it was on values. It was on values and how values seem to change based on what state we're in. So if you want to hear lots more mini episodes, as well as my spontaneous musings, oh, that's a good word, musings, become a patron. There's going to be a link in the description. And these things that I'm sort of trying out, the patrons are basically like giving me feedback or they're open to get, they can give me feedback. And then I might carry those over to the main podcast um, in a more fleshed out form, but it's a fun way to 
interact and give me some feedback before I, I put things out into the wild in the podcast. Thank you so much for listening, though. My hope is that you've learned how valuable your attention is and that you have the capability of consciously choosing where you direct that attention. And I hope that you would expect people to be earning it and not just give it away. Bye.